Hello, everyone, and welcome to yet another episode of Taste of Dragons, the Toddcast, the video game podcast that all you fantastic people listen to. And this week, it's Summer of Bonus, episode two, everyone. Man, it's already been two weeks of this. <laughs> two weeks of this. For those who are long-term listeners and you, you enjoy us, uh, this is actually episode 169, dude. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. And that's also a lot of episodes that I do not remember recording at all. Nope. <laughs> uh, so I haven't recorded all 169 episodes like you, like the two of you. And I still don't remember a lot of the episodes that I've done. It's it's insane. There's been times where Joe's been listening to an, an old episode and like I'm hearing my voice. I'm like, the heck are you listening to? Oh, my God. That's like episode 50. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> I I think the the biggest learn for me podcasting with you has been I've gotten to like my voice somewhat because I yeah. I've hated it for a very long time. I'm with you. I'm yeah. right there with you. But but Joe now would, Joe like would be, uh, Joe would be editing those early episodes and even current episodes, and it's just one of those. I gotta leave the room. I can't. I can't do it. Yeah. I can't listen to my voice. Yeah, and I don't want to sound conceited. I'm not like, hey, I love the way I sound, but <laughs> it, it's not that bad. I remember it's it not. being far worse. Y'all have nice voices. I, the the podcast is filled with nice voiced people. I am happy about it. I'm I'm happy that you're happy about it, and I hope that yeah. people listening to this uh, are as well. <laughs> well, I mean, if they're not, I mean, hey, that's I can't sorry, say I'm sorry because that's yeah. on you. No, that's on you. You've been doing this <laughs> week after week. I feel like for we however long something. you've been doing it. <laughs> I believe something? we may not have said who we are again. That's true. We have oh, not. You God, know. Okay. It's two weeks. That's fine. We'll get it. Yeah. We'll get it eventually. Yeah. Uh, so as always, my name is Brian. Je suis Hassel. Ho ho. <gasps> Hassel, you're so cool. I'm Joe, but Hassel, you're so cool. Hassel's pretty it, awesome. Yeah. And you'll figure out why I said it in French. <laughs> That's true. We will. Yeah. You will find out in just a second because uh, it is just the three of us again. Just the three of us. You and I and I. Or you and you and I. Uh, and... Yeah, it's just the three of us. Uh, Manda is feeling a little under the weather today, so uh, so no Manda. But you got the three of us again this week, so you're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. That I think that's I think that's a original song we could probably create just the three of us. And um, yep, and, and you're not welcome. Be infringing on anything. Yeah, and and you're, and welcome. you're welcome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The yeah. the sound that I'm trying to go for in your welcome though is if I was a wrestler who okay. had to rap. Um. And I was it, it. There was also like a a south uh, southeast island vibe, you know. I like it. That's very specific, it and I, so original. I feel like that's extremely original. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're we're gonna do it. We're gonna put it out. Let's uh, do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, but let's start with the uh, the opening question, if you will. Uh, and uh, let's. This is going to go back to Hassel's opening, which is uh, we're going to be doing some traveling within the next week. Actually, all of us uh, flying mm-hmm. on some planes and doing some things. Uh, so, uh, what is your guys's plan for gaming on the go? Ooh. Okay. Uh, 
So uh, I am definitely going to bring my switch. I know that. So let let me let me roll it back. Uh, okay. Roll so it back. Uh, I am going to be flying to Europe on Sunday for a week for work, and it's uh, it's been a very long process. Uh, and I'll share a little bit with you guys. So I oh, I am okay. not a, well as of right now. The United States doesn't see me as a U.S. citizen, okay. which is extremely weird because yeah. I also thought that I wasn't a citizen. I thought I was always like a lawful permanent resident. Yeah. And when I went to apply for my citizenship, uh, the guy I went to apply my citizenship with, uh, he's just like, uh, I see your mom became a citizen. And I was like, yeah. And then he's like, and she did it before you turned 18. And I was like, yeah. And then he's like, you're already a citizen. And I was like, what? Huh. This is awesome. Okay. So I don't have to apply for it. And I was like, give me that passport. And he's just like, wait a second. <laughs> wait. <laughs> this is still uh, the United States. We still got bureaucracy. Exactly. All right. <laughs> They're like, okay, hang on a second. First of all, we have to go through some paperwork. That's probably going to take like a year. Then <laughs> you have to go through some other stuff. That's going to take another year. And I was just like, oh, God. Um, so all of this is culminating in tomorrow where, uh, I think I'm getting my U S passport cross my fingers, All right. but so I'm going to be flying for work. I'm going to be heading over to, to Europe and I'm definitely bringing my switch. I feel really bad because I have an animal crossing Island that I haven't been to in close to a year. Yeah, I, I hear you. <laughs> I haven't been mine for a while either. It, it it makes me really upset because I know that I'm going to get on the plane and I'm not going to want to go on the island and I'm just going to want to play something else. You're going to avoid it because you're going to have guilt from your islanders. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> from your, you know, things that aren't real. It, you know, they just aren't real. That's, that's yeah. just programming. Uh, yeah. And you're going to feel guilt from it, though, because... They're so good at it. <laughs> exactly. So I was I, I I was thinking about what to bring. Um, I I I don't know if I should bring a Smash Bros on it because um, well, I feel like previous listeners will know that I lost my library of uh, characters in Smash, so I've been That's going right. through unlocking them again, and I've only gone so far. So I'm like, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to. I don't know if it's gonna count that I'm just in matches for like three minutes with the with a CPU. Uh -huh. Um, it counts. It does great. Yeah, That's I can tell know. you, it absolutely does. Because I played when when that Smash Brothers came out, we were going we we were going to have a party two days afterwards on the Sunday. Mm -hmm. So I had the this is a, you know what true story. The only game I have ever taken a day off from work for is the latest Smash Brothers. That's right. When the day it came out, I was like, I'm going to be one of those people that takes a day off because a video game came out. So that midnight release on a Thursday night, we went and picked up the game, and I literally played that game probably for 36 hours over the next two days and only slept a little bit so I could have everyone unlocked <laughs> for the party we were throwing on Sunday night. That's awesome, yeah. though. That's commitment. It was great to have all 70 of those characters, but man... I really wish more of them would have been unlocked. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of characters. It's a lot of characters. Um, so I could do that. I don't think we... I was going to call it Wii Sports again. I don't think Switch Sports <laughs> is going to work on an airplane. Agreed, yeah. Um, but I don't know. Maybe like the steward is, is like, hey, you want to play bowling? Yeah, sure, you can get up here. Get up here on the aisle. Go ahead and do yeah, it. Yeah, why not? We're 30,000 feet in the air. Yeah. Yeah, we'll involve everybody else. It's fine. So I am currently looking for 
game recommendations. I I never played Hades, so I'm thinking this is probably going to be a good time to play Hades. It's a good game. It it's is. A very good game. Um, I, I'm trying to figure out a way. Oh, no. I actually do have Rocket League on my Switch. Yeah. So I could play Rocket League. Uh, and yeah, I'm I'm just looking for other games. Um, I I think the only things I'm I'm taking that I can potentially play games on is the Switch, and then I'm taking my iPad Pro with me. So those uh, two I think should suffice. You could download uh, Baldo for the iPad. Ooh, it's really good, and and the iPad makes it look beautiful. Yeah, just saying. If you do want to play a newer newer game, new S ish game. Mm-hmm. Very like a Zelda Link to the Past kind of vibes to it with a really fun like Ghibli feel. Yeah, and it's included yeah. with uh, Apple Arcade. Yep, and it's an Apple Arcade. Oh, nice. Freebie. Yeah. Yep. Speaking of Zelda, maybe this is maybe this is the time I, I get into Zelda again. Oh, that's right. Hey, real quick, ask me what's the last Zelda game that I completed. What's the last Zelda game you completed? The only one I've ever completed. Ocarina of Time. All right. There's nothing wrong with that. That's, there's, that's there's not. There's nothing there's wrong with that. There's only two others you might have wanted to complete, but that, I, that one's the perfect one. I tried Twilight Princess. Uh-huh. At, the minute I turned into a wolf, I was just like, nope, I'm done. I'm out of here. <laughs> I don't like it. I cannot talk about Twilight Princess because I my game glitched out while I was playing it, oh, and for 40 no. hours I spent... Waiting for you know I'm gonna curse a lot. We're just not gonna talk about. We're it. not gonna talk about. We're not gonna. It. I don't it's like funny, Twilight Princess because mine also glitched out at that point. Or not, it's not really glitched out. It's just that um, you had to be standing in a very specific spot in mm-hmm. order to complete a dungeon, and I do mean specific AF. Whereas I also did the exact same thing. It was the exact same spot as Joe, um, and mm-hmm. I think I spent maybe about. 10 hours because I kept on I kept on going around the dungeon because I wasn't looking anything up and I eventually was like all right there's got to be a glitch because I got it done I looked it Mm. up and people were like nope you got to be standing in this exact spot and it'll work I was like nah that can't be it nope that was it 100% I found ways to get through that dungeon to get things in that dungeon you should not have had at that point I found all of the weird areas and the walls that you could slip through to find other areas like that would like wait I found programming issues in that dungeon I spent so much time in it all because I wasn't standing on the right side of that yeti's I need to stop talking about this or I will start cursing. I could only so, imagine Joe like walking into a dungeon and she broke the code so now all she sees is like lines of code on the walls. <laughs> Like that'd be Absolutely. fantastic. Um, yeah, you could. You could. Uh, so, are you thinking like Breath of the Wilds, or are you thinking uh, an older one? Uh, what do you? No, thinking? I. W- I would probably want to go Breath of the Wild. I, I'm a. Okay. I'm a very big believer in jump into the deep end and just yeah, fuzz around in there until you learn how to swim. So, so wait a minute. You haven't played Breath of the Wild yet. No, I've only seen other people play it. Oh Ooh. my goodness, that is probably going to be a really great game to bring on the plane. It's true. Yeah. Uh, the oh man, guys, it's been that kind of day. I just literally had another <laughs> game in my head, and the minute my mouth started moving, I went, "Oh no, it's gone." Have yep. you I don't played even like know Mario it. Odyssey or any of those? Because uh, those oh. are phenomenal games as well. Oh, I know we have Paper Mario because Genevieve beat it, so maybe I could go ahead and get into Paper Mario. Yeah, Paper Mario is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's that's the thing. The Switch. Because it's designed to be mobile, but also still have like mainline games because it's the mainline system. Mm-hmm. It's it's challenging to cho- to you know to choose, especially because 
both Mario Odyssey and Breath of the Wild are like, you know, tens of hours, if not, you know, over 100 hours for, for Zelda. Um, I think yeah. I have like 450 hours put into that game. It's a great game. Got it. So the last thing I'll say about my travels. Yes. Um, so a couple of months ago, I, I reached out to the two of you along with, uh, you know, Troy, Amanda, and our group chat. And I actually reached out to a couple of other friends looking for a Game Boy Advance SP. That's right. I have not been able to find one. And I really, really, really wanted one for this trip because I really wanted to get into the Harvest Moon that was made for the Game Boy Advance SP. I think it was like yeah. Friends of Mineral Town or something like that. It probably. Okay. That sounds right. Real yeah. talk. You could just use a Game Boy Advance. I know, but... It, like, the for SP real, just is it the, the, the clamshell aspect of it isn't going to change anything. But but then I might have to get the light because like they'll turn off the lights even though I have the little light on top. I, I don't know. I just really yeah, wanted an SP because yeah, that's what Game I Boy played Advance it on originally. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, I no, mean, it's true. It didn't. If you have a DS, but, a three. Yeah, do you have a DS or a DSI? Yeah. Oh, I think I might. Yeah, yeah those play uh, uh, Game Boy Advance games. Yeah, the DSI and the DS do. And I I want to say the Stop the it. first the 3- run of the 3DSs the had 3DS did as well. well. Yeah, right. Not 100 because I I just not 100 percent. But yeah, I think so. I'm pretty sure it did. I know gonna, I had said a while back if I could find my secondary uh, Game Boy SP, I would give it to you, and I haven't found it yet because I had like three or four of them. Mm-hmm. Like at one point, I bought. I I really loved that system. Humor being what it is, I'm gonna step away yeah. from the mic for a second. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, she just found it. She found. She found one. No, no. I, she this found is the one. one. This is the one that I normally use. This is the. Oh, okay. The Game got Boy it. SP that I know where it is all the time because this is my gotcha. favorite one of them, and it's got WarioWare Twisted in it. <laughs> For those of you at home who cannot see, I am holding on to a a one of those like purpley blue looking Game Boy SPs, and it's got. Oh, I love it. WarioWare Twisted in it. So yeah. It's so WarioWare Twisted is huge because it oh, has motion controls in it. Yeah, it has the the has motion control things in the bottom of it it's freaking huge yeah so but i i love this thing and it, i only have to charge it like once a year like it's so great awesome. it still works oh my god it's so, I, I love the game boy sp so I, I i really wanted a game boy advanced sp and i was looking for one uh and i found this company called dk oldies um, okay. And I started following them on like TikTok and like on their social media, uh, and they do a lot of retro gaming like preservation and se- and selling of it. The problem is, they're they when they sell them, they sell them at like literally the retail price of when it came out. Oh. So it's like, dang it! Like I don't, I don't want to pay one ninety nine for a Game Boy Advance SP. Oh, I I one hundred percent agree. <laughs> so i've been like in my head i've been wrestling with do i want to spend the money and just have dk oldies oldies send them out to me or do i just like keep on bothering my friends because i know one of you guys has it other than joe oh i will find i will find one of them we'll find another one we just need to find it it literally (laughs) i i need to go find my era remember when we dressed up as gundam mechanics yes there's one that i painted that was like part of that costume that was in my yeah. belt that I had strapped to the belt, so I had the Game Boy oh, part of it so on. Cool. Uh, that's that one that I painted still works. I just have to find the costume because it's attached to the belt still. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure I still have those that 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 mechanic jumpsuit somewhere. Yep. Oh, I know, I still do too. Yeah, yeah. that was that was a good. I time. just gotta find it. It's a good time. Good time. <laughs> that was, but that anyway. Was a good time. See. I like the I, traveling. I, I, yeah, I dig the travels. For me, uh, pendant on how long the, the flight is. 
will be what game I usually choose or what kind of game I choose to bring with me. Because uh, my, my default is a Game Boy Micro with a copy of either WarioWare with Dr. Wario in it, so I can play Dr. Wario, or a copy of Dr. Mario in it, so I can play Dr. Mario. And yes. I will sit there for... I'll time travel. It doesn't lo- It doesn't matter how long that flight is. I'll probably spend half of whatever flight it is playing Dr. Mario and just losing time. Sometimes mm. it's also uh, Pokemon Pinball. Yes, and then Pokemon Pinball is the other one. Oh, God. I, I like it. Pokemon Pinball. But now that I have my Switch, a lot of the time I, I'll either have the Nintendo Online Classic on, so I'll be playing Dr. Mario on there, or it'll be whatever. I usually buy a new game. If we're going to oh, go, like, yeah. so for me, if, if we're going to go on vacation and I know I'm going to be out for like the next week or two or something, I would normally buy a brand new game and I would start that game while I'm on the plane. And mm-hmm. usually we were, we were normally going to Japan. It was like the reason I was buying a new game or we were going away for a while. But anytime we were in Japan, then I would buy a different game and come home with some game that was in Japanese usually. Mm-hmm. And I really like doing that too. So I, got, I, I normally don't bring a game I already own. Yeah. But I probably should because Breath of the Wild is probably awesome to play in a plane. You still feel like you're outside, like running around and everything. Yeah. yeah I um, did you ever run into any issues with like um, region restrictions when you bought games in Japan? Uh, it depends on the system. Yeah, it depends on the system. The oh, 3DS, okay. yes, that yeah. mattered a lot because your 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 English uh, version of it, your North American release, didn't have mm-hmm. region coding, so you could play Japanese games on your your non-region coded DS. Uh-huh. But if you were in Japan, you couldn't play anything but Japanese games on them. They were region coded. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I can't remember. I think, these I think that's what things. it was. But now nowadays, though, this all the Switch games are not. You know, you could, they're all universal. Yep. Um, a lot of the games now are just universal, which is great. Um, yeah, I'm, especially because really I think there are titles that come out in Japan that you wouldn't get here in the U.S. So, so many. I have yeah. so yeah. many Yokai Watch games that are not here. Yeah. <laughs> not wrong. Not wrong. Uh, yeah, for myself, actually, I normally bring my, uh, my 3DS. I still play my 3DS. Um, and I have so many Pacross games on that. Um, mm-hmm. it's either Pacross or it's Sudoku. Um, but if I'm playing on my 3DS, it's like nine times out of 10, I'm playing, uh, some version of Pacross. Yeah. And I, th- I think I've gone through, I think four or five of those games, uh, doing every single one of those puzzles. <laughs> and it's interesting cause I love, like we just took a trip. Uh, we took, uh, we drove up to Georgia just a couple of weeks ago, maybe mm-hmm. a month ago now. I can't remember how long ago it's been. Um, but like I, I brought up my DS and so like the last half of the trip, you know, I took it out, I started playing it and like the first puzzle took me like five minutes and I was like, okay, I think I did pretty good. And then I looked at the last time, ta- the previous puzzle that I completed, uh, which was the last time I played it mm-hmm. and it took me like a minute and a half and I was like, oh God, <laughs> <laughs> oh God, <laughs> I need to get back into this. And then like, like, like an hour later, I was back to like two minutes. I was like, all right, I'm back. Nice. All right. <laughs> okay. Good. But it, it's interesting because you, you really don't realize like how much of it is just getting back into whatever the the motion of it is or especially if it's an older game like if like playing what is it like even just playing like zelda uh any of those zelda games mm-hmm. like when you first start it you're it's like you're crawling again you're like all right yeah. i can't i can't run yet because i do not remember any of this <laughs> absolutely yeah 
I will say every time I've jumped back into Breath of the Wild, which is like every like six months or so, I'm like, oh, I really want to just kind of like run around and, and just, you know, enjoy life in, in there, you know, yeah. running around. And I, I forget how to even throw bombs. I don't remember how to yeah. swing swords like because it's not like there's only two buttons anymore. Like you want to pick up Link to the Past, you go right ahead. There's only like four buttons for you to work with. You're like, mm-hmm. you, know, you got A, you got B and select and you got start. And you're really not doing much else with all the other ones. But Breath of the Wild, man, there's some there's some legitimate combinations of buttons you need to press <laughs> to be able to do things yeah one of those people that i have seen playing breath of the wild has been genevieve um, oh, okay because she picked it up because uh she saw someone playing playing it and she was like i actually really like that so i want to start playing it so she started playing it and uh one of the things that she has a lot of problems with is uh figuring out which one's the right button for what yeah so um I don't remember what it was, but she kept on confusing a button for, like, getting on a horse and a button for hitting or something like that. Because it's the same button. So it's an action button. Yeah. So there was a button that she kept on uh, confusing. So she would have something in her hands and she would throw it instead of, like, putting it back into your satchel or something like that. Uh It was... It's fun to to like watch her play some of these because she goes through, like, learning all of the controls... To yeah. then immediately forgetting them like six minutes later, <laughs> yeah. but I am still impressed with how much progress she's made in that game. Because as someone who hasn't played something since Ocarina of Time, I cannot begin to tell you like how like the open world just scares me, and I just go, "Oh, this is open world. I hate this. <laughs> it's too overwhelming." Yeah. I, okay, so I will I will defend Breath of the Wild as being one of those open world games that's it's. It doesn't become overwhelming because it doesn't tell you what to do. It really doesn't. It's much more like... Well, I think that also depends on how you are, though, because some people would would like some guidance on where to go next. Yeah. And then okay, there are some people fair. that just like to roam around. Uh, so fair. I do believe it, you know, it depends on I made on a mistake. You. Let me put it this way. If you're going to play... <laughs> okay, wait, wait, we're going to correct this right okay. now. I made a horrifying mistake when I started playing Breath of the Wild. I got Mm -hmm. out of the opening area where they teach you basically everything you actually need to know to be able to do pretty much everything in the game, aside from just getting upgrades for the things you already own, okay? Mm -hmm. I get out of this place, and they tell you, hey, you should probably take this path somewhere around here. And and I was like, yeah, whatever. I'm not taking that path. I'm going to take this (laughs) glider, and I am going to wee my happy bum everywhere. I'm going to fly all over the place and just glide on the wind, you know? It's going to be the greatest thing ever. I'm going to do you a solid. You play Breath of the Wild, just take that path I told you to take. You're going to meet somebody on that path (laughs) that's real important. So that like when you're done, when you're Uh practically done with the game and you've beaten three of the main areas and you have all this super awesome stuff, but you can't figure out why it's so annoying. Mm -hmm. It's because I didn't talk to that one guy at the very beginning of the game. Got it. Okay. (laughs) Like, Like literally one dude you walk up to and say something and he tells you something important and does something for you. That guy. You just do what they say. They tell you to take some certain path, do some something. I couldn't even tell you where it was because I stumbled upon him <laughs> like 200 hours in. Yeah. <laughs> stumbled upon him. So, yeah, yeah uh, uh, may- maybe listen to them a little bit. I don't know. Okay. Uh, you do you. You do you, Bo. You do you. Also, a <laughs> uh, quick tip uh, for anybody traveling. If you, if you mainly game on your phone, make sure whatever game that you're gaming with works offline. It doesn't need the internet because with the phone, that is a, that's a tricky situation. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I, that's one of the things I always do. Uh, Also, if we're traveling, I make sure to go on my phone. I'm like, all right, what game am I playing right now or what I want to play? 
Uh, oh, this is online only. All right, let me try to find an alternative. Let me see if I yeah. can look on the App Store or something and see if I can something that's offline. <laughs> so this entire uh, this entire past season of episodes that we've done, every single time somebody's mentioned a uh, game for iOS, I've downloaded uh-huh. it. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, Did you play Parking Jam? Did you play the chart for the so Parking Jam? That's game? what I was gonna bring up. <laughs> yes! I have Parking offline. Jam in it here. Uh, I still have Alba, which is a game that I played a really long time ago. I don't know. Yeah, it was a fun I, game. I downloaded the Witcher game for <laughs> for that's iOS. Right, yeah. Have not even opened it. That one uh, needs online. Don't bother. That's haven't haven't touched my Pokemon Go game in forever. Mm-hmm. I have literally, as of yesterday, re-downloaded it because I had spent the longest amount of time I've ever spent away from that game since it's in- mm-hmm. since it came out was this year. I spent a, a month and a half not playing it. So my phone was like, hey, you need space. And it auto-offloads like apps you don't use. Um, yeah. It auto-offloaded it. And I was like, yo, what is going on here? Why is this <laughs> game not here? I'm like, this is ridiculous. Why would my phone? Oh, it's been like a month and a half. Oh, my gosh. My poor Pokemon. They've been alone no one's been taking them out for walks we haven't been spinning stops all of the the gyms i probably don't own them anymore what has happened to me oh my god i have so many other games yeah i i did that recently with my phone too because my phone was like hey you're running a little low on space uh, you might want to do something about that you want me to auto off offline apps i was like nope because i know most of them are going to get offloaded i don't want that <laughs> i like to look at my six pages of apps and and know i only play three of them yep uh, and and know that half of them is an application that i just needed for this one specific thing and nothing yep. else <laughs> i've been playing you never this know game. i might need it again <laughs> yeah I've been playing this dumb game. It's a water sort puzzle where you oh, have to that one. sort like <gasps> oh, colors I've been wanting into to download different that thing. one. Is it I'm, great? Tell me I'm at great. level 1,897. Wow. I I am pretty sure the game stops at 3,000. So I'm oh. just trying to get to 3,000 before I like offload it. It, uh-huh. is, <laughs> it is something that has consumed my life at this point. <laughs> I have a brick breaker game that I play that I have this is a game I have loved since I was a child it's like that it, it literally I think it's called Brick Breaker or Brick it, it was called um, what is it called the, the, uh, it was called uh, Breakout something along those yeah, lines breakout, yeah Breakout Breakout or something like yeah, that I think it was Breakout like that, yeah. I have been in love with Breakout my entire life like since since we had our, our Atari like that's the level of like oh, how same, much I love that, that game, game. Mm-hmm. when I find a good one that works the physics work correctly on a phone I will spend hours and hours just losing yep, my like breakout it was yeah it was breakout yep. um but i i i found a new one recently and mm-hmm. on so i i have a i have two phones i have a, a pixel and i have an iphone and i tend to play all my games on an iphone but i have yet to find one of those breakout games on an iphone that the physics work correctly so when when you yeah. you know angle things right and it, it hits things right i found one for the pixel though on the google play store that is amazing mm-hmm. i've probably lost a good 40 hours to this game in the last month <laughs> Like it's it, if I wasn't playing Elden Ring at the end of the day, I was playing that. Yeah. Or if we're in the car and I'm driving, we oh. get to a, a you know a stop. I look over at Joe and she's just uh, aiming this ball, or yeah. either she's aiming the ball or the ball's already in motion, and there's a yeah, whole bunch nice. of things just, happening on the screen. Yeah, I am I am addicted. That, yeah. that, okay, so but it has ads for that water game. That, uh-huh. that water sorting game and I have almost downloaded that water sorting game so many times it's it's addicting so I'm one of those really weird people that can pay attention to multiple things at the same time uh-huh. so 
So we'll be sitting on the couch and we're like, oh, we haven't watched this murder documentary yet. Do you want to watch it? Because we've pretty much seen them all at this point. Like, <laughs> uh, But I'd be like, sure. So we'll start playing it. And then I'll notice that my phone is slowly coming out of my pocket. And that game is slowly <laughs> opening. And I literally just start playing as I'm watching this. And I'm like, I could do both. Why not? There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I do that now with everything. We, we talked about this last week, how yeah. uh, we're the kind of people that need something to not focus on to focus. Correct, yeah. And it, even when we're enjoying something, it's still nice to have like, well, you know, I, c- I could be productive. I could be playing this and mm-hmm. learning about the murdery things. This is yeah. great. It's pretty great. I'm, I'm, <laughs> oh, man, you guys are giving me so much to think about game-wise. Yeah. Now I got to figure yeah. out. Now I got to still figure out how I can get a Game Boy Advance SP before Sunday. <laughs> I mean, there's got to be some place uh, that has like a used DS, or, or, or say, really just a, look up, look at a used DS. So yeah, I think where you I live, have, there should be a bunch of like older game stores. I think around there. So there is one, literally maybe about five minutes away, but it okay. it is it is a very scary looking house that just says video uh, games outside. Uh, Ooh, yeah, okay, so it, it's like I don't the know, sketchy video game store. I, well, see, I don't want to badmouth them. I, 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 I want to believe that they're a nice little, like, you know, mom and pop video game store inside with, like, a lot of, like, old school games. But it, it's giving me, like, we wrote video games on the outside to lure people in vibes. Okay. <laughs> maybe, maybe there's, like, a, maybe you could look online and see if there are pictures of this place, yeah, uh, the here's, inside of this place. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to share my location with with all of you and okay. go into the store. And if you know if something happens to me, then, hey. <laughs> You know, I, I, that's not a bad idea, sir. I don't think that's a bad idea at nope. all. <laughs> all right, well... I think that's uh that's some pretty good advice for traveling. Uh, I think we've we've <laughs> we've all uh, uh talked about our little individual things as well as given some advice. So I think that's uh I think that's a pretty yeah, good uh, pretty I like good, it pretty good stopping point. So mm-hmm. uh, but the other thing that's been going on this week and actually is still going on. I think today was the first day of not E three E three light. E3 lights or E three zero E three zero as Joe likes to call it. Kirkland E three. <laughs> Oh man! Oh, it's the Maker's Mark E3. <laughs> no, it's it's RCE3. <gasps> yeah, RCE3. <laughs> uh, but yeah, today started and it's uh, Summer Games Fest. It's going to be taking place today as well as the next three days, I believe, up mm-hmm. until Sunday. Um, and yeah, a bunch of developers are talking about their games. A bunch of different fests are going. Uh, yeah, it's 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 going to be like we said, it's not E3. And uh, it's really interesting because I like I think Nintendo still hasn't announced if they're doing something or not. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's 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 wild. But it's also really interesting because like uh, Sony normally holds its own thing. Um, and today, like they announced part of like some of their stuff during Summer Games Fest, which was interesting. Mm-hmm. Like one of the things was leaked, which was a, uh, a remaking of Last of Us which they're calling Last of Us Part 1, and it's going to be released for the PlayStation 5. Uh, So that was a leak that they didn't mean to do. Uh, But it was interesting because, like, the thing that they did mean to to release or talk about was a multiplayer-only Last of Us game, or at least a game that's set in the Last of Us universe. Yeah. Um, And I was very surprised that they would do that not part of their own show. Uh, So, yeah, I've got... I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> it's a it's a very big title for them to actually announce over at 
summer game phase as opposed to a state of play. Yeah, that's what I was thinking as well. So I thought that was pretty cool of them to do. Um, it's yeah. nice that, especially because Sony's normally one of those people or one of those developers that are just like, no, we're in our own sandbox. If you want to play in our sandbox, no, like we're not going to let you do that. That's just, this is our sandbox and we're the only ones allowed mm-hmm. to do it. Uh, yeah. So it's nice to see like with them branching out into PC games as well as these other types of little things where it's just like, yeah, no, well, we're, we're going to be part of the main thing because they realize, hey, this makes us money. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I feel like Nintendo was the one that was uh, that walked away from E3 but didn't. Like because they had the treehouse and they had their their whole setup and everything, yeah. but they didn't actually. They only announced during essentially, but they had their own thing. And then at some point, I don't remember what it actually. So I think I do recall. I think something actually happened uh-huh. at E3 to where PlayStation was uh, Sony was like, we can we could do our own. We don't actually have to do this during yeah. E3. We can do it at night. We can do a big like showcase thing of our own. Mm-hmm. And then they started doing that for the last couple of years. And yeah, poor E3 just never stood a chance after all the the pandemic. <laughs> never. <laughs> Um, I'll give you guys a couple of my highlights because I did catch a little bit of it while uh, while I was working. I just kind of like played it in the background again, going back to, hey, let me play something in the background yeah. while I'm working. <laughs> um, so the indie game that I'm extremely excited about that was shown off was uh, called High Water. Oh, yeah. Uh, so it is. Uh, if uh, if you want to know a little more about this game, I absolutely suggest that you Google it because since this is a summer bonus episode, we have done zero research. That is correct. <laughs> uh, except for me watching this. Um, but it is, it, it's got a really interesting art style and then um, it is very conscious about the story that it's trying to tell. Um, the story takes place in a uh, in in like a almost like a post apocalyptic apocalyptic uh, like age where the polar ice caps have melted due to global warming and the seawater oh, yeah. has risen so like it it like almost the entire world is like underwater. Oh, this game looks cool. Yeah, yeah. it looks really nice. So. Um, I, I 100% suggest you watch the YouTube video for it, like the little the little like teaser that they put out. Uh-huh. Um, it looks beautiful. It looks like it's got a great story. Um, uh, it it the the trailer literally starts with the sentence "the world ended on Sunday," and I was just like, "Whoa, what? Whoa, <laughs> hello!" <laughs> that is a uh, that's how you start a story right there. Exactly that's, that's right. An opening sentence right there. That's how you do it. So uh, there was um, there was another indie game um, that was uh, shown off called uh, American Arcadia, which looks very much like it's the Truman Show, but they kind of flipped it a little bit. Uh-huh. So basically, you play this guy, and your life is being um, your life is being shown to like millions of people over over like streaming services and TV and things like that. And somebody's trying to help you break out of this like little like dystopian or utopian area area that you live in, uh huh. Which is pretty cool. Yeah, uh, the the summer games fest. I mean, we we all love this week because you know, again, normally it's E three. Yeah. So many different players have have come up over the years uh, around this event and have done their own things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, it's, I think it's just great, especially because like, like this type of thing does revolve more around indies, yeah. uh, which, you know, like without these shows, a lot of us wouldn't find out about these games at all. 
because there's just too many games, which is a great thing to have, but yeah. there's just too many games sometimes. Um, Absolutely. And yeah, I enjoying it so much like my highlights from today was uh devolver digital did their showcase oh, and i, love I them. always love them they they knocked it out of the park again this week this one actually had suda 51 in it if you don't know is a huge gaming personality from uh japan mm-hmm. uh and he's the one that's, that made no more heroes uh killer seven well or just killer seven no more heroes um and uh made grasshopper uh grasshopper uh, manufacturer like amazing guy but they actually got him to be a part of it as well uh and they just completely made a satirical uh version of like everything is just going to be uh collapsing into the gaming singularity so everything's Mm going to be uh part of one thing so like if if somebody had a shirt that said um call of duty's animal crossing and it was all of the (laughs) animal crossing village like tom nook had a had an ak-47 like it was it was amazing like watch it it's like 20 minutes long um they do a great job of you know ha- having fun with it as well as showing off trailers um yeah. and so but one of the trailers that i really enjoyed it was called the squire prince uh-huh i'm sorry i'm sorry it's called the plucky squire that's what it's called and it basically it opens up and literally it opens up uh, a book and you start playing on the pages it's like 2d and it looks like you know like book graphics like yeah like you're playing it and you're actually going from one page to the next um and then it like turns the page and then you keep on going and then you're doing that it's like oh that's a really cool art style i really like that mm-hmm. uh and then all of a sudden like it gets the character gets to the end of the page looks up and goes huh and then he jumps out of the page and now he's 3d and you're now walking around the room that the book was in uh, and then it starts like it goes along and like you like some of the uh, some of the action takes place on like a mug. Like you go back to 2D and you're 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 going along the mug. That's it's pretty awesome. Amazing looking. Uh, that yeah. was actually my highlight. I know they were they They were the other thing that they announced or that they highlighted was Cult of the Lamb, mm-hmm. uh, which is another amazing looking like roguelike. But like this came out of nowhere for me. I had no idea about this game again another one of those things that's just like oh never would have known about it if it wasn't yeah. for this uh and that was really awesome uh and one of the thing what another big surprise was the absence of monkey island uh Devolver yeah. digital is the one that's you know publishing it and they didn't mm-hmm. even include it in it so i'm wondering if it's going to get delayed or what's going on if they're going to have their own special thing for monkey island it's, I hope it's that's weird. what it is. I hope it's getting its own little like, hey, we're going to do like a five minute thing on it. Yeah, because everybody yeah. was expecting it. They're like, oh, we're all going to, you know, not that everybody's not going to watch it anyways, but like, oh, we're going to watch mm-hmm. it because there's definitely going to be something with Monkey Island. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> I, I'm going to be extremely controversial here. And I know that we're trying to get this podcast bought by like a major conglomerate and we can make True. billions and billions of dollars. So I hope <laughs> that this doesn't hurt that. Um the Jeff Keighley events like Summer Game Fest and the, the the Game Awards feel very repetitive after like maybe 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, and it, it, some of that is due to the just the, the nature of, you know, the AAA studio market because, you know, it's like we have guns. We have guns in space. Look at this old <laughs> gun. Look at this underwater gun. And you're like, all right, guys, like it maybe just speaks to kind of like the 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 general consciousness of everything right now in this country. Uh But it it does feel very repetitive a lot. And I think it's because 
it's because of the repetitive like world, world premiere thing. Like, mm-hmm. there's no pizzazz. There's just like, here's a flashcard and here's the trailer. Yeah. All right, and I here's think- another flashcard and another trailer. I think, unfortunately, like, Manda has pointed that out for years, too. She's always been like, oh, look, another shooty-shooty game. I, I got a shooty-shooty <laughs> game so I can shooty-shooty game with my shooty-shooty game. And it's it's very, you know, it, it's it's not even that I think it's repetitive. I think, unfortunately, it is actually turning into a a large conglomerate kind of event. Like, it's a yeah. it's it's an award show again kind of a thing, and it's just yeah. not. Whereas, as much as E3 was just a giant corporate event where, you know, like, this is this is just kind of big companies putting in and pouring money into an area for like two or three or four or five days now, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, I think the a large difference is unlike an award show when Jeff Kelly does like the game awards and whatnot, it's one night you can get together. You can all, well, we can all enjoy like this two or three hours. Yeah. Having it over the course of a couple of days, it's because I, I think it is still three days, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah, believe so. Four days. Yeah. Four days. Yeah. Well, four Having days it now, yeah. the way it is now, and it's not in a giant convention center where people are like the zeitgeist is there and everybody's uh-huh. kind of excited together and the showcases are at night and like, or, or their showcases are at a specific point in time where everybody can kind of get together at the same time to get the information yeah. at the same time. It being parsed out like it is, it's very just like, buy my book. <laughs> buy my book buy yeah, my book yeah, it, yeah so. i, I equate it to uh people trying to take san diego comic-con like online and you're like it's not the same yeah no like, I, I i definitely agree with that yeah especially because i mean the the summer games fest you know proper is much more of a like triple a type of thing where yeah. i mean even though it still showcases indie stuff you know mm-hmm. social showcases uh, other things it's still like the production is very triple a like hey here's a commercial hey here's another you know like you said yeah. hey here's a shooty game um and then you have like right after that you have like day of the devs which is put on by double fine yeah and this is their 10th one that they're doing so you know it's been going on for a while and it's very different like you're actually getting interviews or you're getting uh, the games are being uh, introduced by the creators. And sometimes mm-hmm. it's extremely cringy. Sometimes it's, you know, you're like, ooh, man, that is just get to the trailer. Like, but that's still like some sort of character to it. You're still yeah. getting something else. Besides, you're getting the story behind it. You're getting, you know, something along the lines of that. Um, yeah. And like, I don't, I, don't I get really me wrong. Do enjoy that. I like certain you know shooty shooty games but Uh give me some story behind it like just don't show the same thing over and over again like if you if you add a story behind it that kind of like tells me why the shooty shooty is needed then yes Uh i'm like great awesome um i want to give a couple of honorable mentions have you guys ever like seen something and it transports you back to your childhood so hard that you go where has that been yeah (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so, I've experienced that. Uh, the TMNT game, Shredder's Revenge. <gasps> yes. Yeah. Oh, I can't so, wait till Troy is back so we can talk to him about it. <laughs> absolutely. So they showed off uh, gameplay with Casey Jones, which is a character that I had 100% forgotten about until <laughs> today. Yeah. Where I went, wait. Casey Jones is a character. He does wear that weird mask. He does have a golf club in his bag, like in the back. It's a hockey he, stick. It's a hockey stick. A hockey well, stick. he has a hockey stick, and then he has like a baseball bat yeah, and like a golf club behind yeah, fair, him yeah, and stuff like enough. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never even remembered the. I don't remember the golf club, but yeah, yeah it's probably there. But I'm like, 
it, it's he's got a lot of sports things that he can hit you with. He does. And, <laughs> he does. You're right. You're right. And w- watching that today, I was just like, oh my god, how did I? Yeah, how did I just erase that part of my memory for right. such a and long they time? They also announced that it's coming out next week. Like, yeah. Or this week coming up, the fifteenth. Like, yo, that's that's like soon. <laughs> yeah. And. I guess this speaks for for how repetitive things have gotten. But Jeff Keighley did get get me earlier this afternoon. Oh, yeah? So um, he's introducing the next trailer, right? And he goes, "It's a it's a long anticipating sequel that everybody's been waiting for." Um, there's just one thing you have to be careful: don't get bit. And I went, "Oh God, it's another zombie game. I hate everything." Um, <laughs> I don't know if you guys remember. I think it was uh, Dead Island. There was a a uh, trailer for a game where it's this dude just running down the beach, like exercising, and he's wearing all. Oh white. yeah, you're right. I think that is Dead Island. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like zombies are like the apocalypse is happening behind him, and there's like zombies like eating other people and stuff like that. And he's just like running. He's got his earbuds on, like couldn't care, not a care in the world. Yeah. So this trailer starts the same way. It's this guy getting ready. He's tying his shoes. He's wearing all white. He's got his headphones on, and he starts running on the beach, right? Okay. And then chaos starts happening behind him, and I'm like, okay, we're getting another dead island. Like, this is this is it again, or I think that's yeah. the name of the video game. I'm not 100% sure. We're probably going to hear that it's not. It's, it's fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> but so it's I'm like, okay, great. It's another zombie game. But then, like, you, you start focusing on what's happening behind him, and it's a whole bunch of goats causing chaos. Huh. And I'm like, wait a second. And there's a goat like on a scooter with a <laughs> with like a rocket. And there's another goat with like a firework and it's being propelled into like other people. So like so I was like, what is happening? The name of that game is Goat Simulator 3. Yes. And it did on purpose parody the Dead Island 2. Okay, great. <laughs> hey, we got it right. All right. You guys did good. Hey. High fives. High fives around. Uh, but I was like, oh, it's another zombie game. And then immediately I was just like, wait a second. This is not a zombie game. This, <laughs> what are all these goats doing? And I did not know that there was a goat simulator. So now I want to go play the other two. They are... they're. They're pretty crazy. Uh, the first one is very bare bones because it was pretty much a joke. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, that was... It's a goat simulator. All right. Right. Uh, and then, you know, they did some stuff with it with two. <laughs> and then now they're doing even more things with three. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that, and that's the thing, though. Like if some some developers do things like correctly, like, again, with Dave the devs, like, yeah, as as cringe as some of it is or as, you know, even though it's completely pre-planned, it seems very natural. Mm-hmm. Whereas with like some of like the game awards stuff or the summer games fest where you're like, Oh, this is a person who this is their job is to hype up this game. And yeah. it's, yes, it's still pre-planned. Yes. It's still everything else, but this just doesn't feel genuine. Mm-hmm. Like this feels like, Oh, this really is just a commercial. Like, yeah. Oh, this really, you know, this again, not that the, the other ones aren't, but like, I love how when developers do it right, it can feel completely different. It can feel yeah. like this is a genuine moment or this is a genuine thing. Uh, and yeah, it's, I, I, I love seeing that stuff. And, and that's what this week is about. It's about those types of things where some of them do it great and some of them just don't. Um, and 
you you see it with the people that are talking about specific games yeah uh, and and yeah it might it might change if things go back to being in person because I do think Jeff Keeley did mention that 2023 will be in person and digital. Okay. So I feel like we might get a little bit more of the more I don't even want to call it the human aspect of it because that's not really <laughs> what it is, but it's like mm. it's it's that genuineness that we all kind of like from it, that we like from those cringy moments that mm-hmm. we like from those people who aren't professional speakers that are just mm-hmm. kind of like they love what they do. They're a developer and they're having a great time and they want to share their love of what they made with you. Yeah. Even though they don't know how to explain that, so I, I yeah. do feel like it's it's only a matter of time till hopefully things go kind of back to this in person type of or, or this type of thing. Maybe maybe with that it'll get better. There are reports that E three will be back and it will be live in twenty twenty three. I so, really hope so. Yeah, I'm hoping. Yeah, Listen, E three, E three, E three. If you need MCs, we're right here. We're looking we for a conglomerate, conglomerate to take over for us and buy us out for millions of dollars. Our podcast is definitely worth millions of dollars. Oh, yeah, definitely. Clearly. The amount of research we normally put in, I mean, it's oh. definitely worth millions of dollars. Oh, Easily and listen, listen, and you get an entire summer of bonus episodes? Come on. Right. Come on. There's we'll no better deal free. in the land. That's right. We'll work yep. the whole summer for free. You'll Think consider that b- our bonus to you. Right. Um, no right. worries. No worries. Mm-hmm. You got it. Yep. <laughs> Uh, but I think that's uh, I think that's a good place to end. Uh, I think so bias. too. Bias, mm-hmm. people. Bias. Absolutely. <laughs> or just listen. We we love that you listen to. That's okay. That's true. That's true. But we, we also are a little love bias. money. <laughs> I mean, clearly not enough. I mean, you know, we've been doing 169 of these episodes. Nice. With you know, I don't think no we love pay- money, guys. I don't think it's money. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> Fine. Uh, it's, it's the love of each other's company. We could be convinced if you know if you if if you want to convince us, we probably could be convinced. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know about maybe that. Maybe not. Maybe not. But y'all, thank you so much for joining us this week. Uh, next week, we hope to have some more people on, but we're also going to have some less people on because uh, we're going to be doing some traveling. So we'll see who we get next week. And Absolutely. We'll see what it's about because we'll figure out that day. We'll literally <laughs> what, figure what it out five minutes before we start recording. It's the yeah, summer of bonus summer, episodes. Yep, that's not uh, totally not what we did this week. Abs- absolutely not. We oh, no, yeah, no, no, there was really, kind of a plan. Definitely and planned stuff, this episode. Right? Absolutely. We yeah. Because again, even though there's no research, we definitely plan. No, we we really don't. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but you can always find us online in the meantime, everywhere from Twitch, uh, Discord, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, all that jazz at Taste of Dragons. Find us there. Absolutely. Uh, and yeah. And if you if you do want to go ahead and listen to us talk about a specific subject during the summer of bonus episodes, come on on our Discord. There's oh, a yeah. podcast discussion thread. Let us know. Be like, yo, I want you guys to talk about this really really obscure game that came out in like 92 and yeah we'll 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 see if we can fit it in we'll do it i mean hey but we we, we won't we won't research it but no we're we'll not gonna research talk about it, yeah. it oh my gosh we should totally just do that yeah you tell us what games you want us to to, to, to do on the podcast and then we're just going to talk about them out based off the box art well yeah we'll talk about it surface level only absolutely <laughs> Like, you know, like most things during the summer of bonus, uh, (laughs) it's going to be surface level only. We are not digging deep. Nope. At all. (laughs) 
but as always, my name is Brian. Je suis Isel. And I am Joe. And we are the, the Taste, Taste of, of Dragons. Dragons. Have a great week, everyone. Bye, everybody. So long. Congrats, Isel. Yeah. Bye. Thank you. So happy for you. Do you guys, I, I've been trying to find out what Taste of Dragons Gaming Podcast, a podcast for everyone's taste.